Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. sonobello.com slash save. sonobello.com slash save. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. All hit Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. everyone. This is the Exxon. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com on MSN Messenger. TV at hotmail.com and our website www.exxonradiotv.com. Joining me this hour are Betty and Jeff. They are with Ghost Eliminators. Now, they're two mediums that make it their mission to fix or solve spirit problems, as in haunting, spirit attachment, dark entities, readings, health issues, and more. They work extensively with the astral plane and lost souls. They have uh, success in hundreds of house museum clearings in the Niagara area of Ontario, Canada. And Ghost Eliminators does free consultations for anyone that wants or needs to know who or what is going on in their environment. Joining me now is Betty and Jeff. Hey guys, welcome to the X-Zone. Hi Rob. Thank you. Hello. It's great having you with us. Uh, 
What exactly is it that you do? Well, what we do is we uh, have people that call us usually have a, uh, a spiritual problem in their mm-hmm. house, a haunting, if you will, and um, things that go bump in the night, strange feelings, maybe they'll see shadow people. And what we do is we'll come in and actually solve these problems and take these spirits out of their houses so that they can actually live in a peaceful kind of way. Wow. Betty, how did you do it? You and Jeff get uh, get involved in doing the work that you do with Ghost Eliminators. Well, I um, have always been able to communicate with my guides since about my earliest memories are about seven years old. Mm-hmm. And um, when I met Jeff, uh, one thing that I do do for people is I'm able to get what their spiritual gifts are. So when I met Jeff, I was able to share with him what his spiritual gift was, and it kind of grew from there. Now, how long has Ghost Eliminators been been going? Almost 15 years, a little wow. over 15 years now. And uh, approximately, how many cases have you worked on? Oh, well, Jeff. Probably please. counting the like, greater Toronto area and stuff. I mean, we've been to Ottawa, we've been all over the place doing work, probably 250, 300, maybe more. My goodness. Jeff and, and Betty, how do you deal with people who say, ah, oh, come on, ghosts, it's all a matter of imagination? Well, we just sort of let them have their own opinion. Mm-hmm. We don't try to push what we believe on other people, and we take it with a grain of salt. I mean, everybody's going to be skeptic in one way or another. Right. But sooner or later, you might end up calling us. So we've had a lot of cases where people are skeptic and they've knocked us down, but they've taken our card, and a year or so down the road, they've actually contacted us. And we've had clients where, say, the husband believes and the wife doesn't, and then the next thing you know, it's the wife that's calling because she's saying, I don't know what you people were telling my husband, but some of the things that he's been talking about have been happening, and now I need you in here because now I'm starting to hear the same things or feel the same things. Betty and Jeff, you and I have to take a commercial break. We'll be back in two minutes. Uh, first of all, thanks very much for joining us. Great talking to you. And Exonation, if you'd like more information on uh, ghost eliminators, and, and if you'd like to find out more about Betty and Jeff, their website is www.healingcrystals.ca. That's www.healingcrystals.ca. And uh, we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break in two minutes. We're going to be talking more about spirits. Uh, Why do some uh, spirits bother to attach themselves to us? And much more. 1-800-610-7035, worldwide toll-free. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, exxonradiotv.com. By the way, the November issue of the X Chronicles newspaper is available. And uh, to get a copy or to read it online, simply go to xzonepodcast.com, click on the link, and away you go, all with the compliments of our advertisers. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break. Don't go away.
Well, sometimes you think you're alone, but you're really not alone, and our guests this hour certainly know that. They're with Ghost Eliminators. Betty and Jeff are our guests. www.healing-crystals.ca That's healing-crystals.ca Tell me, uh, tell me something, Jeff. How do people know if they have spiritual issues or attachments? Well, there's a spiritual attachment would be um, if they're acting really, really out of character. Mm-hmm. If normally they're a healthy, active, kind of go-get-em kind of person, and then all of a sudden, for absolutely no reason, they'd be lethargic, depressed, very down, uh, totally out of personality, maybe snappy with normal people that they wouldn't normally be snappy with, and there'd be no explanation for this. Now, that would be a classic case of him, of this person having uh, probably a dark entity attachment to them, and it's a lot of people will notice this, and the people that notice it are the people that usually contact us about it. Now, so Betty, can, I, I'm, I'm so, sorry, Jeff. No problem. So that we can come in and actually remove the attachment from this person, and Basically, 100% of the time, when we once we remove the attachment, it takes about two, three, four days for the person to sort of recover energetically. Mm-hmm. But then they'll sort of return to their normal self, the way they were prior to the attachment. Betty, how would a person get themselves attached to by a spirit or an entity? Well, what I have found uh, from speaking with some of the entities that are attached to people uh, personally... Um, is that they tell me that a lot of times they will see a character trait in that individual mm-hmm. that they themselves had. So, for example, if we'll just say that this spirit attachment was an alcoholic. Right. He would not attach to somebody like me who doesn't drink. He would attach to another alcoholic. So I'm seeing a lot of that lately. Um, but it's usually there's a character trait that they can identify with, with the living person. Now, I understand that alcoholics, uh, you know, are very vulnerable to, to spirit attachment because their defenses are, are down. Is this why there's a lot of ghosts and spirits that hang around in pubs and bars? Absolutely. But not only that, what me and Jeff are finding over the years, mm-hmm. this is almost like a conclusion that we have come up with, is it's the vibration of the person. Um, When we are in a position where we're drinking all the time and we're not happy with the way our lives are going, we tend to vibrate at a lower level. And unfortunately, people on the astral plane are also vibrating at a lower level. And this would make sense if you think about it, a person who, let's take a monk, uh, in prayer all the time, would be vibrating on a higher level, uh, which an angel or messages would come clearer, uh, faster, quicker, however you want to say it. Um, And it's the vibration that we're finding, these people that are coming to us with these issues, they're vibrating very, very low. So the lower the vibration, the more susceptible you are to spirit attachment? Absolutely. I would have wow. to agree with that statement, yeah. All right, tell, tell me, in your experience as, uh, as both mediums and uh, ghost eliminators, can spirits actually physically harm us? Yes, absolutely. Um, 
And the reason why they can is because they generate energy. Mm -hmm. And depending on how much energy they have generated, they can move things. Um, they can shove us, touch us. Um, but even simply to say that they can hurt us by just taking our energy, um, the body, in order to heal, in order to fight uh, the flu, cancer, colds, whatever, we need a certain amount of energy. And if we have these uh, etheric uh, entities sucking from us, then the body just doesn't have the ability to heal itself from within. Hmm. Have when when you and uh, Jeff go out on your um, can we call them exorcisms? Well, you know, some people do, and I I don't mind that word. But the thing is, is that there's so much negative energy that is attached right. to that word. So, so we prefer to say clearing. Oh, okay. So when when you and Jeff go to a clearing. Um, how do you protect yourselves? <laughs> this is something me and Jeff disagree on. <laughs> um, and the reason why I say this is because oh, I don't believe that there is such a thing as protection. All I right, leave it, leave it to me to start a fight in a happy home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have many conversations about this. Um, Jeff, as he'll tell you, you know, he uses the white bubble. Mm -hmm. He grounds himself. Right. Whereas with me, you know, I kind of go in just, uh, angry and determined and uh, just ready to kind of do battle. Um, so, yeah, we kind of disagree on that. Yeah, because of the fact that I allow the spirits to channel through me mm -hmm. and give a message, I need to vibrate down on their level. So I'll put myself in a white bubble of white, 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 bright light. Right. But I'll also ground myself so that I bring myself down and connect. And to me and my spirit guide... And the archangels and everyone else actually helps to protect me as well. That way, I don't pick up on anything or I don't bring anything back out of the clearing with me. So when when you go out to do your clearings, you you bring as much protection and firepower as you can. Oh, absolutely, because yeah. I make myself vulnerable to being attached to myself. Let me let me ask you this: um, when you know, and, and I don't know if this is all Hollywood, if it's all media hype, but. For example, uh, movies like The the Exorcist, uh, The Amityville Horror, uh, how close to, to reality are, are these type of movies? Well, your head's not going to spin around, uh, <laughs> for one. We okay. haven't seen um, that as of yet. <laughs> as of yet. The, uh, the change in the voice, you can mm -hmm. see it in people's eyes, and um, the absolutely incredible strength that can be exerted by some one person is phenomenal. We had five people that were holding one gentleman down, and he was, I had two, I was holding one arm of his, and he was throwing me off like I wasn't even there. Unreal. And he was, and he was sitting in a chair. It took five of us just to hold him down. Have you seen people levitate? Uh, is there actually a change in the temperature within the room? Uh, is, are there those foul odors that... That Absolutely. Really? N not levitate. No, not the okay. levitation part. <laughs> no, but the foul odor, mm -hmm. yes. And it's not so much a change in temperature in the room, but mm -hmm. it's a change in pressure. In mm -hmm. It's a feeling that everyone can feel, and it's, it's, it's just a pressure. What causes that change in pressure? The energy of the spirits. Once we remove the spirits, mm -hmm. there's, a le there's less pressure. It seems lighter. It's easier to breathe. It seems brighter, everything. It just totally changes the pressure in the room. Which goes back to that vibration. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Now, now, do these spirits identify themselves to you? Do you ever come across the same spirit in more than one case that you've worked on? No. And the reason why is because one of my gifts is to open up the light. So mm -hmm. when I open up the light, I have full view of exactly who is going through the light. So if I say that, you know, George is in the light, mm -hmm. I close it after him. He's gone. He cannot come back. Um, and then the dark and the demonic entities, I actually open up a different door, which they go into, and they are unable to come back because we close that vortex up also. And it works very, very well. You know, knock on wood, we've always been successful up to this date. How effective are crucifixes and holy water when it comes to a clearing? Um, not really it really just upsets the spirit yeah it makes them angry why because you're invading their space oh i see but it's sort of like um if you're sitting in your studio like you are right now and somebody throwing a skunk in there it's happened you, you, would, you wouldn't be very happy <laughs> it, it's happened but we tell the producer to get back to his side of the room that's all yeah but no no but i i understand what you're saying and and you're right but and i understand that but what's the difference between using holy water and crucifixes to the techniques that you use, don't the spirits well, you know get upset I, as well? You know what I think it is? I think that the crucifix has such beautiful, positive energy mm. over centuries right. uh, affiliated with it. So it's like when I go into a clearing, I know I'm going to be successful because I won't stop until I am. And it's, I think it's the same thing. I think if someone is holding a crucifix and they truly believe that they have the power right. to cast this demon out, then who's to say that that won't work? And that's really how I feel about it. See, now I, how I feel about that is that once it's very well likely that they could be successful in casting that demon out, but the demon might just go next door. Yes. Whereas It'll get out of their house and just go to somebody else's. And I have to say, that did happen 15 years ago, our very first exorcism. It did. When I walked out of that house, vomiting, Ooh. my guide said to me, Okay, Betty, you guys were successful, now what? Where did it go? And I thought, oh my God, what have we done? And this is how we came up with different techniques to make sure that these demonic entities, that these dark entities can never, ever go and hurt another person again. That's right. But so. there's so many of them. I mean, oh, it's, it's, it's mind-boggling. So, like, so getting back to the crucifix and the holy mm -hmm. water, it puts a little too much religion into it. And we've dealt with a lot of different religions. Yes. Working a lot with the East Indian people and with um, Sikh. Sikh people. Catholic, Catholic mm -hmm. people, Oriental Baptist. people, Buddhist, right. things like that. We've dealt with so many different religions that we feel that to use a cross, not that it would invade them, but really it has nothing to do with religion. It has nothing to do with God, nothing to do with religion. So our view is that the tools that other people may choose to use, that's great. Yes. But we choose not to use them because we feel it really has nothing to do with so, religion. So what you're doing is, is you're world. being respectful to the people that you're clearing as well. Oh, absolutely. I love that. You and I have to take a commercial break. Uh, Betty and Jeff, please stand by. Exo Nation, Betty and Jeff from Ghost Eliminators in Niagara, our special guests this hour. Their website, www.healing.com. 
www.healing-crystals.ca. That's www.healing-crystals.ca. And we'll be back on the other side of the news as we continue right here in the X Zone with yours truly, Rob McConnell. Don't go away. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. X-Zone Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www. You talk like Malena Dietrich. And you dance like Zizi Jamais. Your clothes are all made by Balmain. And there's diamonds and pearls in your hair. Yes, there are. You live in a fancy apartment off the boulevard Saint-Michel where you keep your Rolling Stones records and a friend of Sasha Distel, yes you do. Exonation, Betty and Jeff from Ghost Eliminators in St. Catharines are our very special guests. www.healing-crystals.ca That's www.healing-crystals.ca Betty, before we went to the uh, news, uh, you, you were telling us about your first exorcism or your first cleric and, and, you know, how you felt afterwards. What was it like when you realized that you, Betty, had had brought this troubled person to peace and you were able to 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 take the spirit and put the spirit on the other side of the white light? Well, you know, it definitely is extremely fulfilling. Um, I think as human beings, we all want to, you know, do our purpose and leave mm-hmm. our mark on this earth. And, you know, like you said before, just helping one person at a time. Um, it's, it's like nothing else in this world, you yeah. know? What was your most... I don't know if this is the right word, so please forgive me if I, if I get the word wrong. What was your most thrilling case that you worked on? You know, I have to say, um, it was more recent, it was a couple of months ago, uh, this nine-year-old boy, mm-hmm. and uh, he was autistic, and he was seeing spirit, and his mother asked us to come in just to, you know, see what was going on, mm-hmm. and, and kind of confirm if, if it was spiritual, and uh, he was just so amazing and so gifted. And now what he does is he will have his mother call us. He doesn't call me. He doesn't know what we're doing. But he'll have his mother call us and say, oh, tell Betty that the one, the clearing they're doing tomorrow 
is going to have three dark entities and for them to be careful. And he's always right. It's just absolutely amazing to me. Sounds like the young man is very gifted. Oh, extremely. Nine years old. She is a soft spot for kids, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Especially when they uh, open up and tell about their gifts and they're not trying to hide it and not afraid of it. I, I was just going to ask you, uh, Jeff, if, if children are more susceptible to seeing both good as well as the darker spirits that are around. Well, kids are very more open to it, and a lot mm-hmm. of times they'll say they'll be talking about their imaginary friends or whatnot, and it could very well be their spirit guides, and right. people just sort of pass it off as being an imaginary friend because they're not causing any problems. But then there'll be um, cases where there's like the autistic kids where they'll start mm-hmm. almost being violent and stuff, and they'll be saying, oh, because so-and-so told me to, and things like that, where they're actually seeing these darks and they're being influenced because there is an imbalance and there is an issue somewhere where there's something not firing properly and they will be influenced by these things uh-huh. so it's really sad when you see those sort of things but it's yes. nice when you see the outcome if you can actually get them to learn and understand how to control it and do it properly where do guardian angels fit into the entire realm of spirits ghosts and entities yeah i um unfortunately uh, I am not one of these mediums that has the privilege to receive message from the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always only been able to communicate with spirit that is stuck and vibrating low. Um, so I just I haven't had that privilege to uh, to have that in my life, unfortunately. No, I've had enough car accidents and things of that nature to make me believe that there are such things as guardian angels, but as far as contacting or talking to them, mm-hmm. I have no way of doing that as well. There are people out there that can communicate with angels. Absolutely. But unfortunately, it's not a, not a thing, no. <laughs> In your experience, um, have you found that women or men are more susceptible to uh, spiritual attachment or now both really eh? it's probably equal yeah i see when i see an attachment it's almost like um like a a black fog behind the person yes um transparent so it's not like i'm seeing uh, a shadow or uh like a figure it's it's almost like this a tail of a comet if if i could use that analogy Hmm. and that's how it looks to me and I have to rely on her to see them, and I can sometimes feel them, but right. not as well as what she can identify with when she spots them. And then I just I ask them to channel through me. So, do spirits know that you can see them, and and that you're very much aware of of their presence? Oh, definitely. I, yeah, I think so because they always seem to pick the person. Um, that is the most open. So my guide has said to me on occasion that spirit can read it in our aura. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I think so. What's the difference? Be- Oops, sorry. No, no. I, I was just going to ask Betty. Uh, what's the difference, Betty, between a spirit and, and a guide? Oh, <laughs> tons. Um, our guides are actually people who have lived on the earth at least once. Right. 
but on the other side, they have special training. That's the only way I can describe it. And they are with us before we come into the womb, and they actually stay with us after we die. Now, when we step out of our bodies, my guide says that they're not always there. We have to call them. But if we're not in communication with them or if, you know, we just don't know about spirit guides, Mm -hmm. then once we cross through the light, we go to a place where we can view our life and, and just see if we were successful in what we wanted to learn and experience here. And they are standing right beside us. After we do that viewing of mm-hmm. our life, then that's when we will separate or else we will live another life together and maybe I'll be his spirit guide next time. It almost but, sounds like the, the tunnel that people have reported and the life <coughs> review that people have reported who have had near-death experiences. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Interesting. The tunnel would be the light that we speak right? of. And, and when you pass away, mm-hmm. you'll, the light is there. You Sometimes you might have to turn and look and maybe try to find it a little bit, but it'll be there for about two weeks or so. Right. And that'll give you time to see your family, your funeral, da-da-da-da-da-da. But after that two weeks, that light starts to dim and go away. Yes, it starts to pulsate and, and go away. And that's when the spirits, the white spirits, the white light people, get stuck on the astral plane. The astral plane's a nasty dirt kind of hideous place. Yeah, I've been there once. And what they need to do is either go and hitchhike on somebody else's light who has passed, which mm-hmm. is a, like a hospital is a good example, right. or a funeral home, and they can hitchhike on somebody else's light, or somebody like Betty can actually open the light for them. And we can all open the light. It's not that, you know, I'm special. Um, it's just when I was very young, I had these spirits coming to me, and so my guide had to help me because I was losing it. And so he said, you have a light that they need, and he showed me how to do it. And it's quite easy, and me and Jeff, we we teach people. uh, We have workshops, and we teach people how to do this because both of us feel that there are so many spirits on the astral plane that we just cannot do this by ourselves. So we love the fact that people are excited and that they want to help spirit, and we will do everything we can to share our knowledge with them because I, we need the help. I understand that, that you give workshops, and uh, one of my questions to you, uh, and uh, I'll, I'll ask you, Betty, how long does it actually take you to teach someone to do this, you know, so that they can, they can help you? Well, I've kind of set up the workshops where it would start with like a development. Mm-hmm. So I would explain, there's a lot of things that you have to know. Um, and I'll, I'll give you an example. When people think that you see spirit, they think that it's always like if I was looking at you, if we were having a conversation. Well, that's just not true. A lot of times, mediums will say that they only see the head, mm-hmm. or they only see the feet, or they only see the middle of the body, or they see an orb, or an outside line of a figure. It's really different for everybody, but it's very, very rare that you will see a spirit that is complete figure solid. Now, when I open up the light, I do see them like that, Mm -hmm. but it's so bright. And the closer they get to the light, the less I can see them. But when they first step in in front of me, you know, I, I have a good view of them. 
Um, but uh, I'm sorry, I lost what I was saying. <laughs> what was I saying? Your view of people when they go into the light, what you're trying to say. The is workshops. Like, yeah. The workshops. Yeah. So it, it would start with um, uh, with mm-hmm. that. Like that's just an example of a misconception. I see. Um, yeah. So so really, there's no quick fix. There, yeah. No. You know what? And you know what? I I appreciate that because. I don't think that every anyone can just take a, an over-the-weekend course and become a ghostbuster or a medium or a spiritualist. But no, it took me thirty years. My heavens! And I'm still learning. You know what? I I believe that life is a learning process. That from the moment you're conceived, you start to learn, and it's only until you pass off this realm of reality that you stop learning. You don't stop learning. Period. You just stop learning on this realm because I believe that, you know. That life is like, let me just let me just give you a scenario. My idea of of existence or life is, if we were to have an entire big library filled with books, and each lifetime is one book in that library. Beautiful, exactly. Love it. Yeah, you got it. Now that I've got it, what do I do with it? that's quite a responsibility isn't it i I think we all have the responsibility and i think that there that throughout time uh, you know throughout the different philosophies and religious philosophies we've been given this responsibility and uh, you know in the bible it says do unto others as you would have them do unto you and uh, in karma what goes around comes around like we've been getting these lessons from the very beginning but why is it take? Why does it take some people so damn long to get the simplest messages? Well, they seem to think it's like it's too much effort, mm-hmm. and it uh. is. I mean, it's a big undertaking. I can't tell you, Rob, how many times that I've wanted to quit. I just can't even tell you how many. I mean, after I do a clearing, I am non-functional for two days. Wow. You know, there are things that I I don't share with people because you know it's it's my cross that well, of I course. have to carry. Yeah. Where do you you're see pretty, your... You're pretty drained. <laughs> I, I would imagine that, that you expel a lot of energy and as well as a lot of emotions. And, oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and, and once again, this comes to the point that, I was, that we were discussing before, that you have to protect yourself because at this very time you're very vulnerable. Uh-huh. And usually, as Betty was saying, I yeah. mean, after that first thing, the exercise, um, the clearing we did, mm-hmm. um, she was throwing up and she was quite messed up for a few days there was a clearing not too long ago out in uh, woodbridge where she was touched by a demon and the same thing basically happened she for two weeks we had to cancel everything she couldn't do anything she wouldn't do any clearings any readings any anything i I was down for two weeks for two weeks because energetically she just didn't feel confident enough to get back in the saddle and get going i i had to call in uh some medium friends i had to call in healers um, and they worked on me, and God bless them, because I I didn't think I was going to make it. I honestly didn't. Yeah, usually I'm extremely tired, and I'll just come home and have a nap. <laughs> I, mean, I, I would imagine that each one of both you, uh, you know, recover in your own ways. Mm-hmm. See, people don't understand how dangerous, how utterly dangerous this work is. Mm-hmm. And... That's why I do the workshops, and I share every bit of knowledge that I can, because I don't want people to go through what me and Jeff have gone through for the past 15 years. 
Like you'll have people that'll read a book on spirits and stuff and yep. they'll go to their house and they'll start throwing the holy water around or doing the sage and stuff like that. And then they'll get attacked and then they might be attached and then they leave the house and the people then they might joke and laugh about it. But then that person turns into somebody totally different after the fact. And, and it's just the fact that they're the inexperience and the danger of it. They just don't know what they're getting into. I That's think that what has happened over the years is that the media has taken paranormal or uh, ghost hunting, spirituality, whatever you want to call it, to a level that it should not be at. It's not a it's it's not a game. It's not entertainment. It's very real. It is very real. It gets glorified on yeah. TV because it's more exciting to watch when chairs go flying and things like that. But it's really energetically and emotionally. It's that that's the biggest part of it. Jeff and Betty, please stand by. You and I have to take our final break. Exxon Nation. Jeff and Betty from. Ghost Eliminators in St. Catharines, Ontario. Their website is www.healing-crystals.ca. That's www.healing-crystals.ca. And we'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. And there's diamonds and pearls in your hair. Yes, there are. Nation, Betty and Jeff from Ghost Eliminators are our guests this hour. First of all, guys, thanks very much for joining us. It's been a great pleasure talking to you, and I can't wait for the next time you're with us here on the X Zone. Thank you, Rob. Uh, listen, Betty, uh, frauds in, in the world of the paranormal are running rampant. What advice do you have for people when it comes to those who are anything less than scrupulous that call themselves ghostbusters, paranormal investigators, parapsychologists, psychics? who really aren't. Uh, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but it does happen, and it's happening a lot lately. You know, I always try to tell people, just look within yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're all so intuitive. You know what you see, if it's real or not. Listen to uh, your intuition. Like any, anybody can really come into your house with a bunch of electronic gadgets and do a bunch of meter number readings and yeah. say this and say that, but... We use none of that kind of thing. We use a digital camera to catch pictures of orbs, hopefully, and things, any um, apparitions or anything that we can hopefully catch. But um, the biggest thing is that it has, to, like Betty said, it has to ring true to you. So if this, if you see a psychic on the internet and they're and you can't even speak to them, yeah, that if they just a lot. all they have is for this much for a session that this long, pay this much for a session this long, pay this much. And if you need a clearing, pay this much. And you haven't even spoken to the person. Mm -hmm. They don't even know what's going on. They yeah. have, they have, there's no communication. There's no one-on-one. -on -one, there's no anything. And if I could say one thing, n nobody can do spirit removal long distance. Not a shaman, not a medium, not a psychic. Mm -hmm. Nobody can do it long distance. And this is happening a lot on the Internet. 
Yeah, you know, like uh, that's one thing I, I don't understand, and I'm glad you brought that up, where people are, you know, there, there are these call-in, the 1-800 numbers that you call, and this person is going to do this, that, and the other thing for you. And I've never understood how it could be done, and whenever I've asked these people how they do it, I, you know, they usually hang up the phone on me. Yeah, <laughs> rightfully so, yep. Yeah. yeah, you need to actually be in the premises of where the spirit is, on some occasions, we've had people come up from the states, New York. We've been dealt. We've dealt with gentlemen in Missouri, things like that, where they'll come to us, mm-hmm. and if the atta- the attachment will come with them. Wow, I've also been told that that, pe- that I'm sorry. I've also been told that people who go to auctions and flea markets can actually buy furniture or articles that are, have attachments on them and bring them into their house. This is true. It is yes, true. yeah, this is true. My goodness. But a lot of those spirits mm-hmm. are good spirits. They're just attached to the furniture. Um, and, and those are what we call white spirits, which are very easy to cross over. Um, you know, just by talking to them and explaining to them that they should be with God rather than where they are, um, usually will do the trick. Once again, uh, time goes by so fast when you're having fun. This has been a very fast hour. Uh, Jeff and Betty, I want to thank you ever so much for joining us. And uh, I look so forward to the next time thank that you're, you're with us because you know, we still have so much to talk about. I'd love to hear about some of the cases that you work on as well as, Betty, get to know what you teach in your, in your workshops. So until the next time we do meet, my friends, I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight. And quickly, let our listeners know how they can find out more about you. Oh, you can go to the website, www.healing-crystals.ca. You can go on meetup.com, and you can check um, Healing the Body with the Meridians. That's one of our uh, workshops that we do, but all the other workshops are listed there as well. And give the phone number to Jeff. Oh, and their phone number, 905-685-7256. Guys, we have to run for tonight. Take care of yourselves. Nice talking to you, and uh, Exonation. That's healing-crystals.ca.